Welcome back, all you rockers. You are here in the podcast that rocks, and the podcast will rock. That is the name of the show. This is the Deep Dive Show, where we go into each track performed by one of the greatest rock and roll bands of all time, Van Halen. I am one of your co-hosts, Mark Kamire. Joined, as always, with me is Corey Morissette. Corey, how's it going? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Uh, we we, we, we kind of accidentally took a week off uh, last week with uh, busy lives and Thanksgiving, by the way. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to all of our American brethren. Uh, of course, in Canada, we just call that Thursday. But uh, I'm always really envious about how Americans handle Thanksgiving because you guys do it right. You always have it on a Thursday. And then you take the Friday off to do your shopping. So you fill up on your food on Thursday, go shopping on Friday. Then you got the whole weekend recovering. Canada, it's all over the place. Thanksgiving could be on a Sunday, could be on a Tuesday. Uh, it's terrible. Then you got you fill up on food. Then you have to go back to work the next day, and, and it's just awful. So uh, if I was ever gonna, you know, can convert and become an American citizen, uh, th- that's one of the main reasons I think you guys do Thanksgiving right. Sometimes we do, but also you know, with Thanksgiving comes the Black Friday. Yep. And that is when people are at their most, it's, they're at their darkest. It's called Black Friday for a reason. Um, and, and don't take my word for it. There are, there are better men than I that have some grand horror stories about their Black Friday. Uh, mine was spent working, unfortunately, this, uh, this time around. I've usually been pretty good about getting both days off like you're supposed to. Not so lucky this year. I had to work. So I once I filled my belly with all sorts of food on Thursday, I was right back to the grind the next day. So that's how I spent it. But this uh, Thanksgiving was a little different for me. I had to go to multiple houses. Yeah, uh, usually I just uh, spend it with my immediate family and I don't have to go anywhere. I just I'm with them. And that's my whole day. And it's all it's relaxed. It's good. It's, it's very peaceful. This time around, I, uh, my girlfriend took me to her family spot and we had to sort of map out the whole day because we have multiple Thanksgivings to go to. There is even talk of a third one, but I am very glad we didn't do that. (laughs) That that Um, seems like overkill. It was. And even though I had my fill of food the first time around, I couldn't deny my, uh, my parents cooking uh, or the desserts. So needless to say, did I overdo it? Most certainly. Well, Worth you know it? Yes. Welcome to being in a committed relationship because, yeah, you have to plan stuff like that. I know uh, my uh, in-laws, they live two provinces away. Uh, Canada is the second largest landmass on earth. So that's quite a distance. So uh, we actually haven't seen them in a few years, thanks to COVID, but they usually oh, come man. once a year in November. We try and split like Thanksgiving slash Christmas because our Thanksgiving's in October, Christmas in December. So we usually get them down here for a couple of weeks in November, but they haven't been here. So uh, our Thanksgiving this year uh, and last year has been pretty, uh, pretty dull, actually. I understand. I understand. But yeah, what can you do? Is the way the world works, and yeah, this is this is the uh, I, you know I've been in relationships before, but I've never had the uh, the multiple holidays. Uh, this so this was a first for me. 
I tell you what, the multiple Christmases is nice because you get double the presents. So I know when my in-laws came in November, we would have Christmas with the whole family and they're pretty rich. Uh, they put a couple of uh, big uh, wind turbines on their farm. Uh, so they're making, they're pulling down, you know, almost seven figures from that sucker alone every Ooh, year. So no yeah, kidding. We, I usually get a lot of good vinyl uh, from my in-laws because they're big music fans. Uh, and then we have, of course, the big Christmas in December. But uh, you mentioned Black Friday, actually, and music. Uh, I went and got myself a, a drum kit. Back in my younger days, I was I was a bit of a drummer, uh, yeah. self-taught. Uh, and, you know, I, I bought a guitar. I thought I'd give guitar a try, but I have no no talent for that instrument whatsoever. So I thought, you know what, I, I, I have a bass for drums already. Uh, you know, I'll just set up a, a, a basic drum kit down in my basement. So, you know, I got a kick drum and a floor tom and a couple of rack toms and a snare and a couple of cymbals and a hi-hat and just uh, banging away on those and, and having a lot of fun. Maybe, uh, uh, you know, we, we have our little intro uh, bed here. You know, maybe I can record a little drum bed and you can put some guitar and some vocals over it. And we'll actually have an original uh, composition for the podcast we'll rock. Well, you heard it first here, folks. Yes, Corey is going to become a drum extraordinaire, uh, C.D. Morissette, and I, I look forward to that. That's good. I wish I was good behind the drums. I am not. I've tried. I have tried many, many a time. I don't belong behind that instrument. I don't belong behind the piano either, which was really infuriating. But you know who does belong behind the piano and the drum set? The Brothers Van Halen themselves, because uh, as we know, that is their respected instruments, or at least the piano slash keyboard is one of Eddie's, uh, uh, you know, aficionado instruments. As we know, he is a guitar god. Well, Corey, we have just been on a roll with the Diamond Dave, and uh, the, the the wheel is pretty determined to get all of Dave's stuff out of the way. It seems early, which is really kind of kind of upsetting a little bit but at the same time it could make for some intriguing later episodes uh how do you think the wheel is going to fare us tonight I, I never would have guessed that we would have had three dave classics in a row especially knocking one of the big ones off like a uh, hot for teacher yeah like we did last show like like that's top 10 for sure maybe top five all-time van halen songs right i thought for sure we were gonna have a deep cut uh within these first five shows and here we are episode four so again i'm gonna put this out here the, the wheel mocks me but i'd really like to hear like a, a sammy deep cut maybe something that nobody knows give me something off ou812 that i haven't heard in 10 years you know just <laughs> something deep I'm, I'm ready to dig into something that i don't automatically know I got an idea. I think I know how, how we can get this, uh, this wheel going. The wheel doesn't have the balls to give us a deep cut. I don't think it, it, it ha even remotely has, has what it takes. There we go. <laughs> now I have put it out there. Excellent. I like it. I'm, I'm going to randomize it too because I'm tempting fate because right now the wheel is resting on Spanked, which is one of my most hated songs from For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge. So we can't have that. So we're just going to shuffle it. <laughs> A few times. Oh, I hate Spanked so much. I, I, I'm dreading when we have to do that show, but I think okay. you may have just jinxed yourself. <laughs> it's probably coming up. We have 116 entries on the wheel still. If it hits on Spank, I'm going to buy a lottery. Yeah, what are the odds? Yeah, well, <laughs> let's let's find out. Maybe the uh, the cradle will rock in a certain direction. All right, take it away, Sammy. If I hit the button. Here we go! Go. Geez, it's another Dave song. It's out of space from a different kind of truth. 
Oh, wow. Well, there's one I don't know. Same. This is one that is <laughs> that is completely off my radar. So, the, the, all right, what a treat. Um, but yet another Dave. <laughs> this is like, four this, in a row. Four this, in a row. This wheel just is like every every time you think I'm gonna, I'm not. I'm not gonna sway. <laughs> well, that's kind of unbelievable, isn't it? But it at is. least this one here, uh, I don't know this one. Of course, a different kind of truth uh, for people who don't know is the last uh, studio album by Van Halen. Uh, it's the first that kind of had their their final lineup, which was David Lee Roth back in the fold, Eddie Van Halen, uh, Alex Van Halen, and Eddie's son, Wolfgang uh, Van Halen, a young man at the time in 2012, uh, taking the place of Michael Anthony, who has a very contentious uh, history with this band for some reason. Um, so uh, I, everyone kind of knows the big single off this was Tattoo. Um, I, I don't know a, a ton of other songs off of this one, though, so um, I'm really kind of looking forward to this one, uh, Out of Space. Uh, I maybe heard it when the album first came out, but I don't recall anything from it. Yeah, it wasn't until you uh, brought the, the album information up here that I realized, like, oh, that album. Because, uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I do remember when they recorded uh, material back in uh, 2012, and it was just like, part of me didn't believe it, and then part of me was going... I don't know if I should even attempt to listen to that because I might not like what I hear. So the fates, I guess, have been either kind or cruel and <laughs> said, eventually you will. And you are going to jump in on a podcast where you have to talk about these songs. So here you go. Uh, interesting. Uh, I'm, of course, our, our, our good friends over at uh, the Van Halen News Desk have some uh, song facts uh on this and they uh let's get it's actually the origins come from a song called let's get rockin which was one of the 1976 demos that van halen recorded on a cassette for warner brothers mm. so um this goes way back to 1976 uh that they, they just kind of reworked and a lot of material from this album i guess uh which came from older stuff that was just kind of discarded uh, during the diamond dave years and, and resurrected so uh, here's one that dates back all the way to 1976 I mean, sure, if you have the material and if, if this is sort of a uh, welcome home party, as it were, uh, type of deal, then yeah, why, why shouldn't you go back and explore? Like, hey, remember that stuff we had back then? Let's, let's bring that back up. Yeah, I, I understand the mentality. I, I think that's right on on them. Uh, what I'm about to find out is if that was the right call. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, uh, what do you say, Mark? Without further ado, uh, maybe let's get into out of space. Let's give it a shot. <laughs> Was that something about an Eskimo in there? Oh, uh, I am not sure what he said, although he, uh, what stands out to me so far is just uh, with the opening riffs, it very much sounds like the Van Halen of old from that alone, but noticeably a uh, less shiny diamond Dave. <laughs> Yes, that, that is one way to put it. Uh, of course, uh, never the strongest vocalist anyway, but uh, uh, especially uh, come 2012, uh, definitely not his strong suit. But um, 
interesting uh, first lyrics need no polar bear to scare me no eskimo to share with me his fate woo we out of space <laughs> uh, sure all right <laughs> you say so guys yeah uh, yeah i got pretty good riff to kick things off though don't you think it really that's that's uh kind of what i was getting at it, it's a really good riff it's it reminds me of it when you tell me that this uh this stemmed from uh, some of the demos from back in 76 and hearing that i believe it yeah yeah it definitely has a has that kind of feel to it mm -hmm. uh, let's keep going here So that's a counter blast interstellar facial fall bumper sticker on my rocket's ass. Go home. The earth is full. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I believe you. I don't know that. I don't know that Dave believes it. It, from the sound of it, it sounds like he was trying to remember what exactly he wrote. It's as if he wrote this back in 76, put it away. They busted it back out and goes, oh, yeah, I remember that kind of. And then he's just sort of a uh, nonsense syllable uh, uh, shouting out the phrases. Um but if you say that's what the lyrics say, I, then I believe you, sure. Well, well that, that's what Google's telling me anyway. That's what the lyrics say. But uh, but also, I don't understand what he's, what he's getting at. But, you know, in the first three shows, we talked about Dave's lyrics. And uh, not really much of a storyteller, is he? He just kind of throws rhyming words together. And, and the chorus is usually just the title over and over again. And here we, and we just we got cut it off, but uh, it was out of space, out of space, out of space, out of space. We're going to hear it again when, when I hit play again. But uh, kind of classic Dave at this point, eh? It, it is. And, you know, we, we don't, uh, we can't begrudge him that sort of thing too hard because we, we know what we're getting into with Dave. Yeah, exactly. All right, let, let's hear that chorus. all right so oh i get it he said interstellar because you know out of space yeah yeah that's what he's going for <laughs> 80 acres of one-stop shopping has somewhat changed the place. Woo, we out of space. I'll tell you, the more I hear that that uh, main riff from Eddie, the more I'm like really, really digging it. Well, and I'm digging the riff, and I'm digging the music. Mm -hmm. I'm not digging the lyrics so much, and I'm not digging No. Them. Yeah, so I'm, I'm really kind of conflicted on this one early on, because if this was just a Van Halen in instrumental, uh geez i'd be all over this right because the music's been great so far but 
oh, Dave, what the hell? You're singing about polar bears and Eskimos, and I don't know what the hell kind of point you're trying to make. I mean, again, we shouldn't be surprised because this is the sort of thing we get from Dave from time to time. But even so, even in those early days when he's just trying to rhyme words together, he's got a basic idea, I think, of uh, what the song's going to be. Like Running With The Devil. He, he gave us, that's probably the most story point song we've, we've uh, uh, discussed so far. It had a point. It has it has a story focus, though there are some phrases in there that I go, okay, um, but he, and even hot for teacher as well. Uh, but yeah, not a not a wordsmith, uh, David Lee Roth. I don't think he's ever claimed. I hope he's never claimed to be one because I, if so, I'm gonna have to go. Oh, oh, buddy, no. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we talked about maybe uh, David Lee Ross sitting in a corner banging out lyrics in 10 minutes. This is a classic banging out lyrics in 10 minutes song. This this sounds like I'm going to bang this out in in less than 5 because uh <laughs> we got to we got to get this thing re- recorded immediately and sure, I get my juices are flowing. You could have taken a little bit more time maybe, but uh, you do you, Dave. You know, I'm not going to I am not here to mess with the formula of the Van Halen uh process. <laughs> no, and he's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, for, it's true. I mean, so who am I? You know, who am I to say? <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, the guitarist for this band, I don't know if you've heard of him. His name is Edward Van Halen. He's pretty good, and I believe he has a solo coming up here. Ah. I'd like to hear what that sounds like. Okay, so Dave was thinking about his Facebook page. I don't even want to talk about that right now. Uh, your your thoughts on the solo as being the professional musician of the group? To me, it just it kind of sounded like Eddie Van Halen going through the motions. This is what an Eddie Van Halen solo sounds like. Yeah, we I got uh, the the fingerboard, the fretboard tapping. Uh, got the uh, loss of the whammy bar uh, sort of lunges with the with the note going like low and high again. Um, yeah, pretty standard Eddie stuff. This this is just what he does. So does it fit the song? Yeah. Uh, he's not going too, too far with it because it's, I, I don't even think that was a 10 second solo. Uh, yeah, it was very quick. Yeah, it was quick, quick and out of the way. It, I, you know what? I think this is one that they, they had the riff. They didn't have much of anything else, but they still wanted to bang it out and put, uh, record it and get it, get it on the, on the album, you know, lay out the track. Uh, what we got? Uh, this needs a solo. Eddie, do your thing. Sure. There you go. There, yeah. That's that's Eddie. Eddie um, Van Halen paint by numbers in a way, right? Yes. That's not a, to say it's a negative because even his paint by numbers material is still fantastic. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I challenge any guitar player out there to even remotely try and copy that without, I mean, note for note. Yeah, exactly. Danger rides the web tonight, burst mode dynamite spinning up my Facebook page, and I'll ride out towards the outer maze. None of that means anything. The, the, well, those are just nonsense words, aren't they? 
Well, I got to give it up to him for staying modern and, uh, you know, staying, staying with the times. He's like, yeah, it's a very popular thing. Good, good for you, Dave. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's keep going here. I, uh, I I can't help but notice that many of his woos that are uh, are are somewhat high are not quite as high as they as they would have been uh, from back in the day. Do you remember running with the devil? How many woos and stuff there were in there, and like there were every three seconds, and yeah, yeah. nice and high <laughs> and sounded great. Yeah, uh, it, I mean the it, whole album, that whole that whole first album, it, it, one could argue. It's a thousand woos, and they're all super, super high because hey, that that was in back then, and that was part of Dave's thing. I can't, you know, and again, I can't help but notice these woos are somewhat a little bit lackluster, and you know, we all get old. I get it, and uh, sorry, Dave, but he's trying. That's to his credit. He's trying. He's still throwing in the woos uh whenever they seem necessary or appropriate or even inappropriate it doesn't matter because that is classic dave and, and like you said god bless him he's trying like a, yeah, yeah. age will <laughs> ravage a voice there are very few people that get away unscathed steven tyler of course still sounds great at 112 years old however old he is he has um, his moment he has his moments but yeah. uh yeah over, you know for the most part yeah uh, and, and there's maybe a couple more, but so many uh, vocalists from this era uh, just fallen off the map. You even listen to like a guy like, uh, I don't recommend it, but if you listen to John Bon Jovi nowadays, it's it's terrible uh, how he warbles through songs now. Of course, Vince Neil is the classic uh, from the glam metal Ooh. era. Uh, you know, he packed on a few pounds and now can't even finish a, a sentence without deep heavy breathing which i i can relate to being a man of 47 years old but i mean well it's that i mean axel rose can't do it anymore and uh it's you know it's a lot of it's a lot of it I, i'll tell you the one guy who who actually still can somewhat keep keep up his uh youthful uh tones is sebastian bach yep. which i would have i would have guessed no that's not gonna last a, at all but sebastian bach can still throw down um you know i saw sebastian a couple years ago uh it was like the night after vinnie paul died like he was just a wreck because that was one of his better friends right but oh yeah and did he crush it like he yeah that, that boy still got some chops that's for sure he can do it um you mentioned john bon jovi which you're right john john sort of and the thing is he's he can't hang anymore uh, uh richie certainly can't hang oh, and, yeah. when the, and when the two of them can't do that blended harmony that they used to do so well then it's just it's it's a it's a mess yeah yeah the bon jovi used to be on kind of my bucket list i've never seen him live and i like all the older bon jovi stuff but mm -hmm. the band they have out now and the way they're performing god i don't think you could pay me to go see that act you know i'm gonna throw this out there somebody from around that era that can still sing like a motherfucker and he's canadian brian adams Brian Adams released a couple of new songs and they sound tremendous. I saw him in concert a few years ago and he's still killing it. I, I'm sure he, I'm sure he does. Um, if only he could just like stop talking about 
current event things and just stick, you know, just, just sing bro. Because when you start talking about, he, he, he edges into Morrissey territory, which is not a good thing. Oh, um, that is an awful comparison. Please don't do that. Brian Adams is one of my Canadian icons, but I, I, I try and tune out, uh, yeah, him talking, but musically <laughs> story for another day, but yes, exactly. but you're, but you're right. Musically for sure. He's, he's spot on. And you know what his new stuff, uh, he brought Mutt Lang back to produce him. And really? I've heard a couple of tracks from the new album coming out in March, and it's pretty good. Like it's, it's, it's typical Brian Adams. Uh, the the first song is called "So Happy It Hurts," uh, but <laughs> you know he, he's Canadian. That's about right. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to know when the next Corey Hart album is going to drop. Oh man, like Corey that. Hart was touring not that long ago. Uh, I, I, he's he's been releasing records in Quebec, not, not a lot nationally, I don't think, but uh, he, he's still kicking and he sounds pretty good too. All right, yeah, got to Bring back Corey Hart, Sunglasses at uh, at Night Part 2. You know, that that's pretty much the Canadian National Anthem at this point. That and Summer 69, I think, are our Canadian National Anthem. <laughs> Those are it? Yeah, Out of Space, not so much. Let, let's finish this one. Yeah. All right, that's the end. Out of Space, Out of Space. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I find myself torn on this one because yeah, the riff is good. Yes. Uh, we talked about the solo being cookie cutter for Eddie Van Halen, which is still better than 90% of guitar solos you're going to hear, but you kind of come to expect a little more uh, from a virtuoso. And, and Dave, I think, was just kind of out to lunch on this one. Um, I'll maybe let you, uh, I think you get to vote first on this one. I don't, I don't think this was intended to be a... Uh... Uh, you know what? I'll go into it. So my my vote for this, I'll go ahead and uh, give my vote. Hold on! No! God damn it, baby! No, I ain't lying to Hey, man, don't be squirting water at me! I think that's our first no. That is? The, uh, that's the first no, and of course it would be me that threw it. Um, I don't think this track was intended to be a single or anything like that. Um, it's kind of actually these days, it's hard to really know what songs on an album, especially with streaming and everything, uh, what songs are going to be your, uh, the ones people are going to want to hear. Uh, you mentioned tattoo. That was their single from this album. Uh, yeah. I don't think this one was intended. This sounds like a filler song. Every band's got them. Uh, even even bands that I would I would argue even bands that have concept albums will throw in something that's more of a filler to uh, just to keep the pace going. I even Twenty One Twelve has some filler in it, um, which I thought that was the Canadian national anthem. The whole Twenty One Twelve album in its entirety. My mistake, uh, but you yeah. know, as a nation, we we produce some pretty good music when you talk about. You know, twenty. You talk about Rush. You talk about the tragically hip, uh, even more your poppier rock stuff. Even old groups like BTO, right? Uh, actually, yeah. uh, uh, Burton Cummings uh, lives in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, which is about an hour and a half away from here. I visit my right. parents there all the time. He goes to the same Tim Hortons every day, and he's just a cranky old bastard that nobody in Moose Jaw likes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I I'll try a, and get him on the show. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it, you just described several like grizzled national musicians that are that are <laughs> kind of hanging around. So I, I get it. Uh, yeah, but this one, 
it's kind of the the more we break it down, the more the only thing I think it had going for it is the riff is the is the main riff and not much else. Uh, I like the solo. I think the solo fits, but it's not a it's like a superb Eddie Van Halen solo. It's just more like I got to throw something on top of this. Here you go. You know, Which again, it's it's much better than a lot of guitar players out there that try very very hard to throw in a rip roaring solo and they just can't come up with it. Exactly. Um, so to Eddie's credit, I mean that's that's all to his caliber of talent. Um, I think for me, what brings this track down is unfortunately Dave. But that and that's my vote. So Corey, what uh, what say you about Out of Space? All right. Well, here's what I'm thinking. No! God damn it, baby! No, I ain't lying to you! Hey, man, don't be squirting water at me! Uh, yeah. And All right. <laughs> I, I, I'm right there with you. Like, uh, musically, it's fine. Uh, Dave, though, buddy, what the hell are you doing? And I'm actually, I, I, I kind of Googled. Uh, uh, out of space uh, to see if they actually played it live i don't know if they did but ultimate classic rock uh, website listed out of space as the best rock song of 2012 and, and that's a website i frequent but i have no bloody freaking idea what the hell they're thinking here i mean i know our, our a different kind of truth also won best album of 2012 right i know the audience can't see my face but just, <laughs> just know that it's it's full of mass confusion I'm going to take a look at the, uh, so number 10, they have uh, Fanatic by Heart. Number nine, Joe Walsh, Analog Man. I haven't heard of either of those. Number eight is uh, ZZ Top's I Got to Get Paid, which I love that song. I actually just got it on vinyl here over the weekend. A great track by ZZ Top. Oh, yeah. Uh, number seven was Chicken Foot. You want to talk about uh, Van Halen <laughs> cast-offs? That's uh, Sammy Hagar and Michael Anthony. Yeah. Uh, number six, uh, Legendary Child by Aerosmith, which is a decent track. Mm. Uh, number five is Kiss, Long Way Down from the Monster Album. Number four, Rush, uh, The Wreckers. Uh, number three is a Bruce Springsteen song, We Take Care of Our Own. Number two, Doom and Gloom from the Rolling Stones. Wow. And number one, Out of Space by Van Halen. So, wow, that, that's a that's a list. That's uh, a, that is a, a list. Yeah. I guess out of those 10, I'd put I got to get paid number one. That's a, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like, if that is my list, I'm I'm putting Just Got Paid up on there. Because, right? you know, those are the – I honestly, I could take or leave Rolling Stones. I know. I said it. But I could take or leave them. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of right there with you. It's it's kind of weird. We're on the same wavelength. I, I've seen yeah. them live once. Uh, I, I think the only album I own of theirs is uh, Steel Wheels uh, from from the '80s, just because I connected to Mixed Emotions in the '80s. But yeah, oh, sure, sure. Yeah, kind of take or leave it. It was a good show. I'm glad I went and saw them live. Big production and stuff. But uh, they, I'm not grabbing their greatest hits anytime soon. No, and to you know, and all credit to them as well because they are a thousand years old and they're still touring, um, or they were, and they played here not that long ago. And I had so many friends go to that show, and they said they loved it. And I said, but did you love it, or were you on a nostalgia trip? Because I that nostalgia is a, a, a tricksy beast um yes. but no i they can a lot of people confirmed it was it was a good show they said well good for them i guess but i don't yet yeah, i don't understand that list and i definitely don't understand uh this song i might i might have put this song if if those are my choices and i have to put that song on this list and i, I probably put it in the i don't know maybe halfway 
Maybe, yeah. maybe maybe the lower half. I don't know. I'd have to take a listen to some of those other tracks, though. Yeah, I don't know if it's above or below Doom and Gloom for me, but uh, uh, the records, <laughs> I don't know. Long Way Down, I actually like um, the Monster album from Kiss, so I'd put yeah. that ahead of it. And Legendary Child, I actually really like that album they put out, uh, Music from Another Dimension. I'm a big Aerosmith fan yeah. uh, from way back, so I would definitely put that one ahead of it. Uh, I haven't heard a lot of Chicken Foot, uh, so I can't really comment on that, or the Joe Walsh or Heart songs. Uh, but yeah, the name Out of Space, the number one song of 2012. Yeah. I might, I might put, the, I might put Heart at number number one actually, just for my personal preference, just because I know what that sounds like, and I know, like, I'm just a big fan. Well, um, you want to talk about a voice that still holds up? And oh my, yeah, of holy course. God, How did that we woman can still. Ann Wilson, dude, yeah, Ann Wilson's a just, ugh, she's a beast in a great way. Unbelievable. Um, that, yeah. that, that's another one of my uh, bucket list bands. Like, uh, Heart is one of the few bands that comes to Saskatchewan pretty regularly. So I'm holding out hope uh, that I, I get to see Heart. When they toured with uh, Jason Bonham and mm -hmm. the Led Zeppelin experience, that would have been amazing because Ann Wilson comes out and sings Stairway at the end of the Yes. Night. Yes. Like, she does. How, how fucking cool is that? Yes. Ann Wilson singing Led Zeppelin. Unfortunately, that's like one of those once in a lifetime experiences. And unless they just decide to do that again, which that would be cool. Um, but yeah, I would recommend if, uh, if, if you do find yourself looking about tour dates and they happen to be coming to your area, just don't even hesitate. Go, just yeah. go to the show. Oh, um, I'm dying to see him. And I know uh, this April, I get to knock off a couple uh, ZZ Top that we just mentioned and Cheap Trick are touring together and playing in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. How is ZZ Top playing? Well, uh, Dusty Hill's bass tech is filling in uh, to cover all the dates after he passed away. It was yeah. kind of his wish that um, they, they continue on and that his bass tech take over. He even grew a big beard, I guess, uh, <laughs> to, to kind of fit right in. So only two original members, but ZZ Top to me has always been Billy Gibbons. Like yeah. Dusty Hill and Frank Beard are great, but it's like I love Billy Gibbons. I got a couple of his solo records too, and they're fantastic. Yeah, he just did one called Hardware with Matt Sorum, uh, recorded in Vegas. That's really really good. You should maybe check that out. Ooh, I do. can't wait. I can't wait to see them in April. Right on. Now yeah, that's good stuff. Um, and and I wish I could tell you mentioned Chicken Foot. I w I wish I could say something more positive about that, but unfortunately, my heart broke when I. <laughs> When I heard what little I did here, is John Paul? Was it John Paul Jones that's in Chicken Foot with him? There, there's a, isn't it like Joe Satriani? It's uh, yeah, it's it's uh, Sammy, uh, I believe Joe, and then Michael. Um, is it John Paul Jones? Or is he in them Crooked Vultures? I kind of get mixed up with my super groups. Yeah, because um, them Crooked Vultures maybe was John Paul Jones because he's that's the one with Dave Grohl. Yes, yes. And what's so, his name from Queens of the Stone Age? So yeah, I think he's yeah, in that. That's that's them. Yeah, okay. That's but yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, on paper it it looks great, and then you hear it, and it's like, well, all right. Yeah, I don't remember being that impressed. I, I can't even name a Chicken Foot song off I the top of my it. head, <laughs> except for Different Devil, which was number seven on the Ultimate Classic Rock list of the top ten songs <laughs> of 2012. We might have to do like a sub episode where or like a like a spinoff where we just go all right now we're, we're checking out chicken foot just to see uh what, what we've been missing all this point or have we been missing <laughs> yeah exactly uh, I, I think with sammy and uh and michael anthony stuff uh, uh kind of what they're doing now with jason bonham uh, I, I think is probably a better uh fit for them i'd agree uh, with that yeah i remember just hearing chicken foot and not being all that impressed with it and, and if all else fails 
All you got to do to make it sound a little bit better is get you a nice big old glass of Cabo Wabo tequila. Sammy will be very grateful for it. And I can confirm it's delicious. (laughs) I I miss Sammy. We've done four of these shows now and have had zero Sammy's. We got a little closer though. Uh, we like a little bit, kind of, you know, we, we got like post Sammy, uh, the return of Dave. So it's, it's only a matter of time. It might be, uh, next week, maybe, maybe next week will be our moment. Well, I tell you, I'm, I'm just looking at the wheel. The songs on either side of the track we picked were both Dave songs. It was either house of pain from 1984 or stay frosty from a different kind of truth, which I swear to God, I'm hitting shuffle. Mark sees me. I'm totally watching him do it because you know he really did it this time because he did not want that wheel to go anywhere near uh, near Spain. That's right, Spain. Spain. (laughs) Of course, I can't wait to get to that one just to just Uh, watch your reaction. (laughs) I've already put in my vote on spanked. Uh, That's a big (laughs) fan at a time. Fair (laughs) enough. That's that. That's totally fair. So, uh, yeah, I guess that'll do it. That was out of space from uh, Van Halen from their uh, 2012 release. Uh, that was two big no's from us, unfortunately. Uh, and that goes to show you, not everything in the Dave Roth era, even if it's the return, uh, not all of it are, pardon the term, are diamonds. Oh, they are, uh, yeah, 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 a little bit. But you uh, know what? It wasn't, it, it, it's not like it was terrible. Like, the, the music was good. Right, yeah. The riff saved it uh, from being just a god-awful track. It's not god-awful, but it's not wonderful. <laughs> when you're <laughs> no. the mighty Van Halen, we expect a little more of an effort. I think you hit the nail right on the head when you said, this sounds like a cast-off that they just kind of threw something together as filler because they maybe had like four songs and wanted to put an album out. So, okay, let's go dig through the catalog. What did we work on before? Well, this sounds halfway decent. Dave put on some nonsensical lyrics about Facebook and uh, (laughs) let's put it out. It's like, uh, yeah, well, just speak whatever's on your mind. What are you you doing right now? You're on your Facebook right now? Cool. Throw that in the song. We don't care. Um, That's and, And again, we could be completely wrong. That could have been a song that they were working on like tirelessly. And was just just hoping for the best. I don't think so, but you never know. Um, Dave could have been sitting on those lyrics for like a decade. Like I got this great song idea lyrically about being out of space. And they were like, can you modernize it? Yeah. All right. Let me throw in a Facebook reference. (laughs) We we got it. (laughs) I can just imagine the producer going, yeah, all right. I mean, what am I going to say? It's Van Halen, sure. At that point, Eddie pretty much produces everything for them anyway, right? There you go. Um, so there it is. That's the show. We uh, From our uh, little break, we, we have returned uh, and we have rocked. Corey, where can the good people find you on the social medias? Oh, they can find me on the, the Twitter machine and the Instagram at CD Morset. And, of course, they can follow the show as well at uh, Podcast Will Rock. Let us know what you think of Out of Space. Maybe that's maybe you agree it's the top rock song of 2012. Mark and I uh, do not agree. Uh, we, we, we think it was definitely not top 10 material. But if you do, please let us know. Now, I'm thinking about I'm my head. I've just been going through all the uh, songs I can remember in 2012. And, uh, you know, and I was listening to different genres than just rock. But even then. 
Yeah, no, I would not have put this in my top ten whatsoever. But and it's not the best song off this album. Like a uh, tattoo is a much better song. Uh, even Stay Frosty uh, is a better yeah. song. If it would have landed on that, it probably would have got a yes from me. But first time I had heard Out of Space, probably since the album dropped. And uh, yeah, and that was my first impression. So yeah, you, you got to bring your A game, Diamond Dave. You, you can't <laughs> just throw a bunch of nonsensical words together. Yeah, he's getting back into the vibe of it all. I get it. It's fine. But, you know, swing and a miss on this one. Yeah. Uh, you can find me at Mark the Bat on Twitter and Instagram, of course. And look for me to do uh, or look for me doing all the stuff. I got a uh, show in January coming up. So that'll be fun uh, if you're in the Nashville area. Uh, we'll, I'll discuss more about it later when details sort of unfold. Uh, and uh, on behalf of Corey and myself, this is And the Podcast Will Rock, and we will rock you later. Awesome. There you go. How do you think that went? I think that one went really well. Uh <laughs> Why'd they make Eddie the crazy one? <laughs> no, one no one's really sure what became a Waldo after graduation. <laughs> I mean, we can't ever find him. That's, you know, we, we our whole culture is based on, you know, where is Waldo? Where is he? And of course, Dave got to uh, host a game show. And that's the video. See, that for that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Mark, uh, there we've been through the song and then we heard it again while watching the video. Is there any uh, parting thoughts on uh, Hot for Teacher? Uh, the parting thought is that, I mean, it's just, I, you already uh, nailed it when you said it's an all-time classic song. It really is. Um, it's one of the songs that, it's one of my personal go-tos. If you, if you say the name Van Halen, or if you ask me to name some tracks that I think are personal favorites, one of them that absolutely jumps to my brain immediately is Hot for Teacher uh, because it's just it's the opening uh, drum fill. It's uh, Eddie coming in. Just It's the riff itself, the main riff. The it's like it's just it's catchy. It's the hook, man. They, these guys just knew how to write hooks. I think that's what contributed a lot to their success. Um, what I will say, though, uh, and I was going to mention this after I gave my my yay for Hot for Teacher, is uh, as you pointed out, we've had now three great uh, Dave-era songs. I fear that the wheel is going to give us all the good ones like immediately, right, right out of the way. And the further we go in this show, it's going to give us some of the ones we don't want to hear, <laughs> the ones we're, we're not ready to talk about. And it's just going to just be like just a downward slope. I hope that is not the case, but I have a, a very strong fear. So I, I share that fear because uh, the, the format of the show, which we lifted uh, from uh, the fine folks at Pot of Thunder, the uh, recognized symbol of excellence in uh, rock and roll podcasting, uh, they broke down the entire Kiss catalog and they had a lot of garbage uh, right off the hop. And they were slogging through songs from The Elder and, and some of the worst, like, 80s tracks. They're like, oh, my God, this is terrible. But at least we have the good stuff coming. Uh, you and I are in a different boat. We we're going through the good stuff early, uh, <laughs> and we might be stuck uh, with a lot of not-so-great songs uh, near the end of our run here. So uh, you, you almost kind of uh, hope for one of those uh, maybe deeper cuts from, like, uh, Van Halen 3. Uh, that, that maybe aren't so good just so we can we know we're going to have some good stuff near the end of our run here yeah i just 
at least I mean, at least give us a Sammy song like for the next one, you know, just like let's get some Sammy in there so that we can, you know, change it up. Uh, Cause we can, we can only uh, bow down and bless the, the awesomeness of, of the, uh, the early Van Halen era so hard before uh, we just run out of things to say or before it becomes just stale. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, but uh, we need some variety, and you know, Van Halen's got a lot of variety. So I, I would be very curious as to know, to see at what point we get there, and then um, we might have just shot ourselves in the foot because I think the wheel might just do us a uh, not so solid for next week and just completely <laughs> go. Oh, you want variety? Okay, and then boom, there it is. The uh, the later later years. Yes, the, the wheel can be a fickle mistress, but she gave us a, an absolute classic tonight. I was just reading some some tidbits on the video. Uh, there was an initial controversy arose when that video uh, debuted, and it wasn't because of the ladies in the bikinis. It was by the band members grabbing their quick uh, crotch grab during the so bad part of the chorus uh, to the point where the NBC late night show Friday Night Videos, which I remember watching as a kid, actually put censor bars over top of the band doing that crotch grab. So wow. <laughs> a, a different time maybe where the, the ladies in the bikinis uh, dancing around for the great eight boys, that's fine. Uh, but, but the crotch grabs, we can't have that. But um, uh, this song uh, was named the 36th best hard rock song of all time by VH1. And uh, Chuck Klosterman of Vulture ranked it the sixth best Van Halen, Van Halen song of all time. The sixth uh, so, best. So, wow. Yeah. Sixth best. So, uh, judging by those rankings, uh, we knocked off, uh, you know, what maybe I would have to say hot for teacher might be in my top 10 all time Van Halen songs. What about, Oh, you? absolutely. Yeah. It's it might, like I said, it's one of my go-tos that I think about. It might be in my top five. Uh, I've never done that actually. I've never put down a list of my, uh, my, my top 10 or what have you of Van Halen tracks. That would be difficult. Uh, I could probably make a better or an easier list uh, once we go through all the tracks as we're doing on the show. So when the, when the show is over, maybe that's, maybe that's something we do. Maybe that's uh, something we, we, we reflect on the episodes and then we make our uh, make a top 10 list. Um, I like that idea. That's a good idea. I got to say out of the three we've done, uh, this is my favorite of the three. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, and that's no disrespect to running with the devil whatsoever because that's okay. you know clearly one, a classic. But again, for me personally, and obviously for you too, it's uh, it's 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 not the one that I straight up go to when I think of uh, Van Halen. But uh, but this one definitely is one. So oh uh, yeah, let uh, that that about do it, man. That's the show. We got we got a a third one in the bag. We are. Uh, rocking and rolling so to speak and uh tell the good people where they can find you on the socials well they, they can find the show uh at uh, uh podcast will rock on twitter uh you can find us on spotify on anchor and uh, now i believe we're finally approved for apple Podcasts. so uh we're slowly but surely getting out there on google Podcasts as well uh so all sorts of ways to catch the show and you can find me personally uh, at cd morset uh go ahead drop us a tweet uh, give us your thoughts we're certainly not van halen experts uh, if you know more about these tracks and you want to impart some knowledge on us, by all means, this is just our opinion. And we'd love to hear yours as well. Uh, Mark, where can they uh, find you? 
You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark the Bat. Uh, yeah, I'll be. Uh, I'm, I'm around. I know I've got some people in my world that definitely want to be a part of the show. They'll have some things to say. Once I told them the format, though, I said, "Well, you can't choose the song, so we like we spin the wheel, so that might be <laughs> difficult." But there's still there's still some enthusiastic folks. So uh, before long, we'll have uh, guests with us. We'll have uh, more thoughts more interpretations and i can't wait for that and i can't wait to see what the wheel has in store for us next week it is all the spin of the wheel and with that i'm going to bid you all a good day a good night this is and the podcast will rock and on behalf of Corey and myself we will rock you later later